This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. I got a first letter through uh, from somebody advertising retirement homes. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Cheeky fuckers. Oh dear. I'm glad you got the letter. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Cop. And I'm Peter. Well, it feels like 25 years since we last did a podcast. It isn't. It's about a month. Lots happened in the month. Obviously, there's been a meeting with Scott and Gino, which I don't think we'll go into. Um, But what we will go into is uh, some comments or questions from listeners, or more specifically from Twitter. Two different things, as you'll find out as we go through (laughs) these these things. So I, I put a thing out saying we're going to be getting... Back behind the mic this week. Anything you'd like us to discuss? There's been some some things. Obviously, I think well, I think where we'll start, right? I think what we'll start with is Elton John because Elton John did a concert, didn't he, at Glastonbury last week, which lots of people saw, lots of people were talking about on on Twitter while it was going on. Lots of Watford fans talking about it, and there was a bit of a thing about maybe we need an anthem at Vicarage Road now. I think an anthem is fine, personally, as long as it isn't in place of Z cars. I think Z cars is important to keep. A lot of people are like, well, get rid of Z cars and have an anthem. No, keep Z cars, have an anthem. So first of all, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think we need an anthem or do you think we're OK without one? Let's start with, well, let's start with Peter. First of all, I wouldn't take out Z cars. I've got no problem supplementing it, but replacing it, it means too much and has done for too long. 1963. I think we've had it since. And it was shortly after um, Everton first got it. So, I mean, that's that's 60 odd years. You know, you, you don't you don't throw that tradition away. Supplementing it with something else. Saturday's night's all right for fighting. Might see a bit more <laughs> fucking passion um, it, you know, injected into it. He, he started off with Pinball Wizard. That has a certain who like anthem quality, primarily because it's a who like anthem yes. by the who. Yes. Um, so I go with that. Um, yeah, no, I think I'd, I'd, I'd 
def- definitely go, go with those two if we were going to throw them in. I wouldn't go with I'm Still Standing. They tried it. It didn't really work. When we fucked about taking Zed cars out before we put in Superman in the day, days of Dave. I remember that. Um, oh, I remember that. It was fucking dreadful. Absolutely yes, yes. If you, dreadful. Do, if you don't remember Dave Bassett era, basically circumcise yourself with a rusty church key. It will feel the same. <laughs> so that wasn't a great one. That didn't really go down very well in any respect. So no, I'd go with, I'd go with a couple of those. And the other anthem can, I've mentioned before, which I just think should be in the build-up, should be raining in my heart. Buddy Holly, because it was Graham Taylor's favourite song, and they played it at the Middlesbrough game after after his passing. If anybody wasn't crying before, then they were certainly crying after it. And I think some alternative lyrics to that might be might be good and poignant. Carlos, what do you think? Yeah, I, I've got a different take on it. Um, I I'm not so keen on the second half song that comes on, which is the Rude Sandstorm. I would bin that off, sack that off, and I would um I, I, an Elton John song for, that they come out in the second half. I've got no problem with that. Any particular one or. Just any Elton John song. Well, I mean, Candle in the Wind is probably not a, a, a good idea. But... <laughs> sandwich in the bin. That should have been it. <laughs> there you go. In the there you go. Sandwich in the bin. That'll do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not overly fussed. But I, I also look. Back, do you remember when they were doing Yellow Coldplay? Oh, don't please. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. That was yeah, it, but that's what I mean. It, it's like we're, we're getting into the realms of no. You're never no, going to make you, anyone you, happy you with can't, this. You can't have yellow. The next thing we'll do is have yellow candles that smell of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina in the. <laughs> I'd, I'd fucking buy them. I'd be straight down. Straight <laughs> you on get, they ain't getting in the ground. You can't even take a flask in. Never mind. Yeah. You know. You don't, you don't mould those to a shape of your preference. I'm telling <laughs> you that now. No. Do you not? Have you tried buying them? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't an insight know. Here. <laughs> we're building a product. I'm doing. Let's scratch your eyes again. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So we're thinking some kind of song maybe to kick off the second half, but but not Sandstorm and not Candle in the Wind. Okay. Well, that sorted that out then. There you go. Take that away. There you go. Take that away, Watford Football Club. We got that sorted. What what are you going to go for, Justin? I, well, I, being uh, a muse of sorts. Oh God! Well, as someone did point out, Saturday night's all right for fighting, which is is great on a Saturday, but not on a Tuesday night game. So I think that's out. Doesn't work on a Tuesday. It doesn't doesn't, doesn't it? work. No, I I don't really know. And it needs to be it needs to be something fairly uplifting. But a lot of Elton John songs are kind of very balladish. Maybe he could write something specific. Maybe he what could about sit the down. One out of the Lion King. What about the Lion King? Can you song? feel the love tonight? Is that <laughs> is that going to work? <laughs> is that one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hakuna Matata was that one of his? It means well, no worries for <laughs> the rest. Of that's, that's perfect. That yeah, let's perfectly. have that. Let's have that at the start of the second half. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, that might not make it into the edit. Uh, so um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't think. I think I'm always one of these. If it's if it's not broke, don't fix it type people. I I kind of understand the anthem thing because when you see Liverpool doing the whole "You'll Never Walk Alone" with the scarves and all that, you think, okay. That's perfect. That's lovely. But I don't think we'd ever have anything quite like that. It feels forced to me. The whole you'll never walk alone thing feels organic as if that was something that happened rather than forced on the crowd. Uh, yeah, but you've got you've got like this. Uh, I think it's called the Sky Blue song, which uh, with with Coventry, which they absolutely love. It was written by Jimmy Hill when he Grief. took over the club in the late yeah. 60s. For anybody who doesn't remember Jimmy Hill, he used to be. Uh, presenting match of the day and uh, and and also in England and Fulham forward if I remember rightly very odd but yeah he he did that you had keep right on to the end of the road is that Leeds I think it is some of them have been you know kind of deliberately put together and the one that came up the other the other week which I remember um, Boyd Boyd Mayover mentioned was what Arsenal have done and they've got a thing called it's kind of like um, North London Forever and it's called the Angel and it's an anthem that they play at the start and 
everybody gets it and it moves. I think the problem is, is you know, selecting what it would be and then getting everybody's join joining in on it. Because as this has come from Twitter, which we know is you know the home of if it's a home of one million people, it's the home of two million opinions. Yeah. So <laughs> in getting uh, getting confirmation on that would be a would be a toughie. If only we knew someone that had sold three hundred million records uh, that could knock a tune out, then we could ask them mm. to do it for us. But sadly, Watford don't have anybody like that associated to the club. So Jerry Halliwell. Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> yeah, superb. Yeah, let's, let's have Ginger Spice coming up with us. Or Raksu. Raksu, are you available? Come up with a song for us. That would be great. You know what I mean? I think that's that bit covered. There was there was a few little bits about that. I now want to move on to something else that's happened since we last got together, and that is the new kit. Hold, um, on, hold on. Have we gone through all of the questions on Twitter? Was that the only no, no, one? No, 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 no. There's questions about the new kit on here. You see? Oh, you I see. see. You see, I'm, I'm so easily Pay attention, you. Peter. I'm, I'm seg- Pay attention, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Seg- I'm, I'm sorry. segueing. Okay, so Dickie... We, sorry, we've been so well behaved all the way through. <laughs> well, actually, Gino. <laughs> and now people are listening in going, I wonder if they'll say something insightful. No, no, total no, shit. No, so we, far, we're so far, back. we're making our Belton John songs. We're going back. We're going back. So Dickie Sutton uh, wants us to, to discuss the disturbing lack of red in the home kit. Now, we've seen the new home kit, or we've seen a new home kit shirt. I don't think we've seen the shorts or anything yet. What are your thoughts on it? And then I'll tell you mine. I I love it. I love it. I, uh, I've seen the shorts and the socks, uh, yellow socks, black shorts. Love it. Bit brushier Dortmund for me, but overall, I'm I'm very impressed with it. Uh, sponsor's a bit shit though. Well, you Looks can have the shirt naff. without the sponsor. Yeah, that's a good move. What do you I think of um, Dickie Sutton's comment, though? The disturbing lack of red in the kit. Is it disturbing? I don't know. Well, he says it's disturbing. I'm, well, asking... I'm sorry to hear that he's disturbed. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I, I don't. I don't have a, an issue with it. Maybe the numbers on the back of the shirts will be red. Hmm, that's a thought, actually. Okay. All right. Peter, what do you think of the new shirt? Dickie Sutton knows what he's talking about. I agree. I agree. I like a flash of red. I like the three colours together because it, it makes it it makes it pop a bit. I didn't like the um the second season with um uh, with, with, with the Pozzo family where we had the kind of um it was again, it was it was all yellow and black, and even the badge was monochrome and it, it missed that flash of colour, just an indent. Personally, I like it. I agree with you, Carl. If you've got the, if you've got the red numbering on the back, that helps. But I, I, it's just me personally. Do I like the new one? No, can't stand it. But then again, I've said that about every single kit since about 1982. And then I get to <laughs> December and then go, oh, actually, it's a design classic and I love it now. So I'm, I'm very much in the early loathe phase. And I look forward to answering the question sometime in January where my colossal level of hypocrisy will be exposed as what it is. Well, I haven't bought a home shirt for a very, very long time. I've always gone for the second or third shirt normally. However, what I've been left with, certainly latterly, are shirts that have only been worn two or three times that are associated with a season that's been absolutely dreadful so i don't plan to buy this one i don't like it it looks like a yellow shirt that's been run over this sort of like tire or skid marks, tire all down. marks yeah <laughs> i don't like it at all i think it's awful personally but yeah. the thing is they've they've but they've done they've done plain they've done stripes they've done sort of sort of hoops that didn't go all the way around well, they did they um, did they, paint being flicked at the wall as well yeah, yeah they did the starburst the yeah. you know basically running people over on a diagonal was all that was left available <laughs> that was all that was left from, from forms of pattern yeah no i'm i'm not a fan I, I i it'll probably grow on me once i've you know 
once there's been two or three games where they've won two nil or three nil, you go, oh yeah, that's lodged in my mind as a classic shirt. But as things stand, I'm not a fan of that at all. I think it's horrible. <laughs> We've got to win two games, and it's already a classic. <laughs> well, yeah, and there's the challenge, Watford. You've got to win two yeah. games. I do like the fact with Kelme that we have had kits that have not been replicated anywhere. I mean, we remember these, the seasons when we have with Adidas and everybody had the same template. You know, oh, look, we're playing we're playing away to Cardiff. We'll all be wearing the same kit, basically, yeah. was the sort of thing. And this has been different. People like it. People loathe it. It doesn't matter. Now, I think it, this particular one seems to be really, really Marmite. You know, people really like it or people really don't. As I say, with the exception of me, who's just kind of indecisive throughout uh, an annual period. So we'll see. It's, it's at least something different. And I think it will probably get high or low marks in all of the kit of the year kind of videos that various people do if you love a kit non-watford related here but go and check out barnsley's new shirt i've seen it it's yeah. different it's definitely different peter's on the keyboard i can see him <laughs> I'm, I'm going for this it's definitely different yeah yeah is that the one with the stars on it yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's different. I'm not sure about the sponsor. The sponsor looks a bit terrible. Oh, in the middle. get to fuck! That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Jesus H Christ! Yeah, it's a bit different. There we are. That worked perfectly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a bit different, isn't it? I sent a I sent a honey badger in for attack. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's different. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that's not our kit. I'd prefer no. what we've got over that, definitely. So, yeah. um, okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm, but let's see what the the second and or third kit looked like. There was something that was kind of leaked that looked like it might be uh, sort of a, a, a whiter kit and a blue kit, but people are saying that looks like training top. So I'm not sure. Training gear that looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- like I agree gear. with that. It does look like training gear. So the badges were were all monochrome. There was no sponsor on it, and it said it got leaked from Kelme, China. Uh, no, it, it looks like something that uh, yeah, everybody knows that people will click on and have a look at stuff that's kind of leaked mm. uh, leaked kits. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, let's face it, the, the reveals, all the ones with Kel made for reveals have been fairly buttoned up tight with the exception of the Starburst one where we got a picture of it that's in a, a plastic in shop, packaging. Yeah, that's yeah. in the shop took a picture. <laughs> yeah, so oh, yeah, other, other than that, <laughs> other than that, and I don't think he's there any longer, is he? No, no, I think it. I think he works elsewhere. Okay, all right. Well, this this next point probably applies to you, Carl, rather than oh, me and shit. Peter, right? Oh, here we go. But it's it's something for all fans maybe that travel away. So Simon Watford FC says, is it right we will have four away games in a row in January? Cost to fans and probably won't help the team. I was actually looking at this earlier with, um, and, I, and I think the Plymouth one, New Year's Day. That's New Year's Day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's dreadful. It, it, Ideally, for a game like that, you want to be um, down the day before, but you, that means you're dragging everyone down to Plymouth on New Year's Eve. So, yeah, January does look a bit bit of a, a smarty. I, I'm hoping, obviously, get, a few games get moved about to break it up a little bit, whether it be TV or something like that. But, yeah, that it, January does look an absolute shit show in, in terms of... Um, away travel and as you say it's not getting any cheaper you've also got the the fa cup draw obviously the third round is yeah. normally in what the first or the end of the yeah. first or the beginning of the second week in in january so that could that could bring us a home game but i i bet it doesn't and the one thing carlisle, will, carlisle away probably yeah probably but the, the other thing we know and it was kind of one of the things that was mentioned at the at the the, the q a was, was was talking about money and cash flow and of course if 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 you're a club and you're get bringing in half a million or a million pounds, I don't know, however much we bring in in, in match day revenue on, on a regular basis. That keeps your kind of your cash flow kind of ticking over. To suddenly have a month without that is uh, is quite a 
well, it's a very big thing. So uh, bearing in mind that's during the transfer window, expect to see us, I imagine we'll probably sell James Morris to Udinese, then loan him back for 35 million or something. <laughs> so, a, a, another solution that's described as brilliant by, by brilliant. the CEO. <laughs> you cynic. You cynic piece. There's nothing wrong with this. Don't, don't, look in, don't look around my eyes. Look into my yeah, eyes. Look into my eyes. Look around my eyes. Look into my eyes. All right. Okay. Peter Tomlin is saying, uh, leaving new signings to the last minute and should QPR go back to the plastic pitch? This, I guess, is in relation to our first game away being at Loftus Road now being moved to home, which means two home games at the beginning of the season. There's sort of two things in there. First of all, the signings and then and then this QPR match. So the signings so far, overwhelmed, underwhelmed. Wombling free. Tom. <laughs> Wombling free. Yeah. Tom Wombling Ince. free. Some- Tom Something Ince. different, yeah. I mean, look, t- Tom Ince as, as, a, as a player has always scored against us wherever, wherever he's played. Do I like him? Not really. But in terms of the business that we've done for 50 grand, I, you can't knock that. You know, we have got a player there that knows the championship inside and out. It's also worth probably putting your mortgage uh, at a local bookies to say that Paul Wintz will become manager at some point this season. Uh, it goes without saying, because wherever Tom Ince plays, Paul Wintz goes. Uh, and vice mm, versa. That would please you, Peter, wouldn't it? That would Peter would love that, <laughs> wouldn't you? I have always been a huge admirer of the Ince family <laughs> in general. Paul especially, because I think the hallmark of somebody without an inferiority complex is the right the fact that they write the governor on their own boots and tell everybody else that they're called the governor. In fairness, if my other nickname was the I'd probably be promoting the governor as well. Anyway, so enough. Enough. Oh, we're of back. That. No, let's talk about the head coach in October when he's here in October. Uh, yeah, Tomins. Tomins. Yeah. No, he's always a pain in the ass. He was, he was, and he's always been the one move that Paul Ince has, has, has gone to. He's bring him in. He, he's not a bad player. I mean, you don't get to be, you know, he was at Liverpool. He went out to Blackpool. Liverpool tried to buy him back again, wanted to bring him back in because he was doing well. He's just a pain in the arse. He's one of those nasty little personalities that kind of niggles. He's almost knock-heart-esque in that, in that respect. All of the things that we've said that we bloody well need. So I'm not going to knock, uh, you know, Tom Ince, other than, his parenthood but nothing about mrs Ince, obviously no she's probably lovely but there we go the other thing is last year's last who, who was our player of the season last year yao pedro right yes, yeah. he got he got 11 goals and four assists you look at tom Ince at reading who, who who i know they had the, the points deduction but they weren't really pulling up trees anyway but they got they got relegated because of a points deduction he got nine goals and four assists and he missed about the last 11 games because when they sacked his dad off he was he was on the bench so if you're looking at, and I, and I appreciate the whole game is not played via statistics of goals and assists and you, you can't plug in and play like that. If you're looking for somebody who can actually give us a bit of dead ball delivery, because he can he can do that as well, he can hit a corner. You look at somebody who can get on the end of things. You can look for somebody who's a bit tenacious. For 50k, it's a no-brainer. I think I was along with everybody else when everyone went, three years, he's 31, have we not learned? But it's a two-year contract with a year option. option. And that makes far more sense because obviously when we do actually recruit his dad in October and then sack him in February he won't be playing anymore so that'll only be a year down <laughs> we, I, I, I do want to mention uh, Reese Healy as well that they've uh, brought in because I, I really rated him when he was at MK Dons uh, yeah. and I know he I know he done really well in, in, in France some people will, will argue well the French League's a bit of a comparison to the Scottish League but he scores goals and, and I really he's a, he's the type of type of player we've we've been crying out for for a while so I'm, I'm actually really happy with that signing again again he's he's feisty and tenacious and kind of he, he's that kind of hard-working forward that you sort of 
hoped we would be getting with Ray Manai. Let's go there later, obviously. Oh, God, um, yeah. But 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 wasn't he is he he basically makes a pain in the ass of himself. I think the concern was when he was playing at Toulouse, which is which is a great club. I mean, you know, Etienne Capou played played there. It's got a great you know, it really is a a, a league club. But he played for them in the main in League Two. <laughs> in in the second flight there, he has he has kind of played a cut four games and got two goals in 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 the top flight there. But he he's going to work hard. If you look over his actual career stats, he's had two hundred and eighteen games. He scored ninety three goals at all sorts of levels, at all sorts of levels, including like League of Wales, getting his move as you say to uh, MK Dons via. I think he was at Newport at one point. Newport. No, no, no. He's, he's 28. It's, it's his big move. I'd rather have somebody who's, who's come in there for, for his big move, not on a massive amount of money, because it's his last opportunity to finish off the kind of Jamie Vardy kind of uh, trajectory journey. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give him a chance. OK, well, obviously there's going to be some more signings, well, we hope. This might be official or it might not be out, but I have heard rumour that Jake Livermore of ground? West Brom was at the training ground today. Obviously, he was connected to us last season in the January window because, of course... We had Slavin Bilic, former West Brom. We've now got, of course, Valerian Ishmael, former West Brom. And if you're going to talk about your Gavin Mon esque you know, kind of big, strong, combative, pass it sideways, that, that's what Livermore's going to give you, really. Um, he's, what, 33 now? Very so, great. again, it, it would be another one where you go, give him give him two years at your absolute top end. I don't think you could ask for anything more than that, a year, ideally, and see how we go. That would be a player that it would be looking like that they are bringing in for Valerian Ishmael. And we have been told, of course that the club are looking to recruit players for his shape and his position. And also, those three players are homegrown players. We're not going to have released any, or we're not going to sign anybody because the international clearance to sign players isn't until the 1st of July. So we've got to wait, you know, it's the 29th as we record here. We're going to have to wait a couple of days before we find out which which load of old dross we're bringing in from Udemese. (laughs) (laughs) There was a, a fake account or what was thought to be a fake account saying we might be having was it Willock from QPR if that happens I I will I will dance a lovely dance because I I rate him I really rate him where will you be doing this lovely dance where where, where anybody <laughs> wants me to do this lovely dance okay. I will do it <laughs> I'd uh, like to see great it. player I, he was he was the difference for me uh, do you remember that was it last season they picked his three two yeah yeah, yeah, yes. it was, yeah I thought he was I thought he was outstanding in that game Really, really, really like him. And if, if there's any truth in that, that is a fantastic bit of business at three million quid as well. But again, we don't know how uh, how true the the account is. No. Well, maybe yeah, maybe no. when we do our first opposition view and we get Richard Honey back on, we might be saying, oh, we've 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 got you know your player Willock, and he might be very upset. But it remains to be seen if that's just a vicious rumor or whatever. But it, mm. it, this does bring me on to uh, Uncle Ron's point, which had the most likes. So you have to hey, kind of on, you have to you have to kind of he balance loves it, this. Doesn't he? he does. He loves it. His point is the putrid state of the squad, which without a minimum of ten new players, he it with putrid, <laughs> without a minimum of ten new players, is certain to be relegated. I'm not the most optimistic person, as you know, right? That that can never I can never be have the label optimistic pinned on me, right? But but. Having sat through the, uh, the the meeting with with Scott and Gino and seeing some of the signings that are coming in, and having spoken to Ben Manga, who I think is wonderful, by the way, 
I'm yes, s- yes. slightly more optimistic than relegation this season. Now, that might be foolish on my part. We haven't seen them kick a ball yet, but certainly I, I, hmm, I don't think relegation is an option. But 10 new players do we need to um, freshen up our putrid squad? What do you think? I think there's got to be some change. I, you know, I don't want to put a number on players, but there's got to be an added freshness because of the amount of players that have, have gone out. We had so many players on loan, players that we've, we've obviously let go, Xiao Pedro and, and so forth. So 10 probably a, a bit much. I think Uncle Ron is looking at maybe the older statesmen because we still don't really know what's happening with them in, in terms of Goslin, Cathcart, Cabaselli, you know, those, those, those kind of players. But yeah, I, I'm not... I'm not going into this season worrying about relegation. I'm going into this season probably thinking this is going to be one of the toughest championships that we've been involved in in some time in terms of the teams that not only have come out of the Premier League, but also the teams that have come out, out of League One. You know, Ipswich, uh, Plymouth. It's going to be um, it's going to be a tough old division this this coming season. So, but relegation not for me. I think I think we've got a little bit too much to, to be worrying about that. But I'll hand you over to Peter now, who will completely disagree with me and say, yes, we're, we're doomed. <laughs> Peter, over to you. If you look at Ishmael, I think the reason why QPR is a really good thing that it's moved to, to our place is if you look at uh, him under West Brom and you look at him under Barnsley, he makes quick starts. Getting more home games in that just helps you kind of rack up the points. We'll see whether or not he falls away. That means if he's going to make a quick start, they've got to bring in people early. I've already said, you know, the international transfer window, which we know is where the Pozzo and indeed the um, uh, the, the Ben Manga connections will, will likely emanate from it isn't even happening yet do i want to see some change absolutely absolutely i do i think we need we need more in the forward line than we've got i would desperately like to see ishmael Assar move out um yeah. because it's not doing him any good it was called out that you know i think he's going to be kind of three weeks before he's kind of you know they're going to try and sell him before he's possibly included back into the squad it, whether or not we get much for him or whatever the situation is it, in that case exactly as i just mentioned with yao pedro we need to replace goals and assists so we need to bring that forward. The other player that we've been linked with today, but I mean, you know, you can name all of the players, but is uh, Islam Slamani, who now he's formerly, older than... formerly been linked with us before. He's older than you. Uh, no, let's be realistic. He's, <laughs> he's the same age. Um, it's, it's right. Genuinely, genuinely, right? For for reasons too dull to go into, I've actually ended up having to watch TV with some adverts, right? And and, and there was an advert the other day, and you suddenly realise that you're actually watching an advert for like, Oh, walk-in bath? That looks quite interesting. That's quite, that's quite good. And I imagine, I, I imagine one of those will be, will be. hey, hey come on, Slimani, look what we bought for you. Oh, wow, stairlift, brilliant, great. Now, it's, he's, he's not the long-term option, but they're going to try and give it a go, seemingly. They, if they do actually try to finally fucking well recruit for the manager, which you hope with, uh, you know, Justin's man love for, for Ben Manga, oh, they might do. Yeah. And the fact and the fact that he, they came out and, you know, for, for all the people who said that oh, we didn't find anything out in, in the in the Q&A, your opinion is your opinion. But it's it, the one thing we've got is a statement. It's a line in the sand that we can then kind of judge things, uh, you know, against. Are we trying to recruit for him? We will see. There's a lot of other players who I think he'd probably go for more than Slomani, but we definitely need to bring goals into the team. We need to bring energy and legs into the team. 
because that's how uh, Valerian Ishmael plays. He plays high energy, high tempo, go and press the opposition. I can't see us going and getting Slimani because he wants to press from the front. He's 35, and if he's playing up front singularly on his own, he's not going to last more than 20 minutes. Are they going to bring him in as some experience? Are they going to bring him in as an impact player? A kind of almost a, a Troy Deeney-esque style option from the bench? Who knows, perhaps. We need to make some signings and we do need to make them early because, again, at the Q&A, they pointed out the fact that it's important to get the manager in. So get him in and around his squad. So the, the moment we hit into July, you would be hoping that in that first five to six days, we will see a number of signings. Let Ishmael get hold of his team and get working on them. Pure and simple. Relegation? I, I, I wouldn't think so because he starts off well. The question is, is will he run out of steam? Okay, well, just to sort of finish that particular strand off, at WFC Mumsy says, best way to hide puffy eyes on Saturday afternoons. Also, maybe some recommendations of PTSD therapists in a local area. So I think she might see the season not going quite as well as we've just painted there, to be honest. Just to change things slightly then, because as I say, this was what would you like us to discuss? And it wasn't always, um, you know, Watford related. And uh, Waterson, who's the guy from the Sunderland Sunderland podcast, Sunderland podcast, oh, right. yeah, 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 has asked us. Roker report, yep. Roker report. Brace yourselves. Uh, why did sports mixtures change the licorice sweet to blackcurrant? Do you know what these sweets are? I've got absolutely no idea. That, it, it, it's because arseholes live amongst us. That's why <laughs> okay. they, they did it. Are you more of a licorice fan or a blackcurrant fan? I no, I think licorice is. Fucking awful. Do you? Quite honestly. <laughs> Do you not yeah, like I it? I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I don't I even know why like it's a it. thing. <laughs> okay. Do you? you yeah, I quite like why it. Why is yeah. it a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't like sort of on its own, but the all sorts are okay, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes when nothing else will quite hit the spot, you need a licorice all sorts. I, I think I think when you, you get to an age and you're shopping for trousers and you, and you look at <laughs> you look at trousers, trousers and you go, Oh, oh, they're green. They look nice. I bet they're comfortable. You become start you start shopping for comfortable things rather than stuff that you, you actually want. Yeah. Then you start eating licorice. That's, That's when it, right. it happens. It all falls Peter's nodding his head like, Yes, this has happened to me. That's not completely no, well this this is gonna surprise you, Justin, but I'm gonna agree with Carl. Licorice, licorice should not be a thing. Oh, really? Um, I, 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 I once went on holiday with, with my good lady wife and my brother-in-law and his girlfriend at the time. No longer. I'm not saying it's related to this next <laughs> anecdote. See what licorice it might be. <laughs> and we, bearing in mind, you're stuck on a boat with these people for like six days. One of them's my wife, and people know how hard I find that at the best of times. And But anyway, there's also the brother-in-law. And, and she made this remark that only I disintegrated with laughter about, because I don't know, I was probably very heavily sedated with alcohol. Who knows? But she's basically kind of, you stop off on, on the Norfolk Broads at any shop, and you kind of go into the shop, and you find out, this is 20 years ago, kind of, well, what have you got? And the answer was very little. So you kind of buy all these random pieces of shit and don't look at sell by dates right and she sat there and uh, with this tube of pringles right this was her comment she went i hate crinkle cut pringles i wish they'd never been invented and i just went well, you can always just not eat them but not yeah. eat them yeah yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest with you how dare they I had never realised that there was something else that I could put in that category until we just decided licorice flavour as opposed to blackcurrant, which is, of course, as we all know, one of God's own flavours. Yes. Okay. Right. And a big hello we... to Wayne Lowther. There we are. Okay. All right. There we go. And we probably spent longer on that than we should have done, but there we go. That's <laughs> And we didn't really answer it. All right. In the same vein then, Gary at Vinyl Music 1, how small are Cornettos these days? Agreed. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, it's outrageous. You can nearly, you can nearly put a Cornetto in one. It's it's getting ridiculous now. Uh, in one? Oh, that seems rather. Not, yeah, like, that seems like a challenge. In, straight in. And, not, the, and, and the chocolate quantity in the bottom of the cone has uh, has, has changed as well. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm all over that one. I must. Right now we're on to my subject. So <laughs> food. <laughs> Cornettos, yes, Gary, you're absolutely right. It's a fucking disgrace. They're bastards and tossers. That's secret code message between me and Gary there. But also Mars bars, right? Mars bars in the 70s. This is great. You you could build a house on one of those fucking things, right? Nowadays, no, no, oh, no. Somebody in Mars Incorporated created something called fun size. What the fuck is fun about having a really small Mars? Who decided this? Oh, look, we'll get really good chocolates and we'll make them really small and really, really expensive and call them heroes. You'll like them that way. No, I won't. Make confectionery the size it was beforehand or I will kill you with doses of nostalgia. <laughs> they, they, they've also, they've also, they're also tricking us as well. Have you seen now they do duos? Yeah. So it's two small pieces of chocolate, yeah. smaller than the original one, and they put them in the same packet. Yeah. So they're actually giving you the same amount for more money. Yeah. They're absolute this lot. I <laughs> this is this has infuriated me you're not a fan of the celebrations and at christmas when the celebrations tin comes around you strike me as the sort of people that would you know flick the bounties out of the way to get to the maltesers oh yeah this, no yeah, don't do a bounty I'm, I, and I also can't abide people that take the wrappers and put the wrappers that, in the empty wrappers that is a sin anyone that, who does that needs shooting should, against the wall you should be shot on the spot yeah, for doing that because automatically you think especially at Christmas <laughs> exactly because automatically you think <laughs> this tin's still quite oh, full there's a Malteser there's a Malteser these are my oh you wankers yeah. Yeah, how it's hard is it to put that in the bin when you finish <laughs> rather than back in the tin can I point out can I point out I have occasionally made reference to, to the good Mrs Remnant the, the good the good lady wife and some people may think that she's come off badly on these things can i just can i just say two things which confirm what an awful human being she is beyond <laughs> beyond the lack of decision making but clearly being with me is the fact that one eats the bounty ones out of celebration oh. who does that no you need right. her because she gets right. rid of the horrible ones no no she's that she's done well Oh, trust me, she's only crinkled cut bounties away from divorce. That's all I'm saying. Right. And the other thing is, yeah, rappers straight back in the box. I'd have words about no. that. I'd have, but, Sleep cause... in the garden. Sleep in the garden at Christmas? How terrible of you. Sleep in the garden. If we hadn't been married forever and got an adult uh, adult son, I'd be, I'd be using the words annulment. Annulment. <laughs> <laughs> How Henry VIII this is spiralled out of control. This isn't gone, it? Uh, what's this got to do with Watford? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They say that moving house is one of the most stressful things. I find I find the closed season very very bad. We're telling. We, we can see yeah. this. We can see this. Yeah. Okay. All right. One last question. Then nothing to do with Watford. Uh, lone heckler. God knows where this one's going to go. Why are men choosing to look increasingly feminine? <laughs> have you? Have you? I mean, just look amongst us here. I know. On this I, the this irony group. was not there's lost not, on me. There's not much feminine going on here. The irony was not lost you. on me when I looked at you all as <laughs> I said that, and there was that painful silence. Yeah. Just... I'll, I'll be honest with you, I nearly spat crinkle cut Pringles all over my screen <laughs> when the words, how do I deal with puffy eyes, came up. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, that's. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> at my my good wife did buy me some moisturising cream recently, well, which I was most mm. oh yeah I was most offended about. Um, well, there's not much so face that... to moisturise there that isn't covered with hair. If you don't mind me no, saying no. so, there's not. Well, no, really... but I've got I've got a forehead that you could advertise Pepsi Max on. It's, so <laughs> Pepsi I think it's, Max. It's more. Yes. It's more for that, to be fair. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. well. my, my, mine was a suggested location for runway three at Heathrow. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, we're really not it. Forehead jokes are available. <laughs> my, my wife, my wife's obsession about, about me using moisturizer is, yeah. um, it, it, yeah, no, no, no. I just, I just tell her to eat another bounty and get on with it. Sorry there, uh, sorry there, Lone Heckler. We've got no idea at all. You're asking the wrong person there, to be honest, or the wrong people, but well done anyway. Well done anyway. Hi, this is Troy Hawk. And this is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I do have an update, well, a, a kind of half update about what we were talking about at the end of the last proper podcast, which was the Helen Ward brownies. You remember this? Oh. Does anybody remember yeah. this? Is it just me? Bake off. Bake off. And Bake you're being, off. You're being ungrateful for people's kitchens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Well, I've, I've actually That's spoken it. to Helen in the meantime, and she kind of liked that idea. And I said to her, well, you probably ought to go and have a little <laughs> oh, listen. shit. <laughs> you probably ought to. Oh, she knows Linda at the kitchen, Croxley. So she said, oh, yeah, I know Linda. That might be a goer. So this might become a thing. This could be a thing. Oh. Yeah. This could be interesting. So us or, just or us, train crash. Yeah, <laughs> we may now actually be doing this at some point. So uh, oh, keep excellent. your diaries that empty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to let you know that she she kind of warmed to the idea, and I think she might want to do it. So that could be a thing. Stand by for a for a vlog soon in a Hush galley kitchen. Seat. She kind of liked it. I mean, people listening yeah. to this will 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 be will be aware that certain words do some really strenuous lifting on some occasions. I'd suggest the word kind of <laughs> was pretty pivotal there. Yeah. I, I I've had I've had a bit of a weird experience during the uh the, the break that we've had. And I've had uh, I've had people coming up to me praising the podcast, you know, but but you know when you know when people sort of chuck just, ideas just you? run away from those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. But they but they, they, they chuck ideas about at you and they're like, you know, why don't you talk about this? Why don't you talk about that? And I, and I got talking to a chat the other night. He said to me, he said, oh, uh, what about doing a bit about uh, Watford FC and, you know, stuff outside of football? Like uh, he met his wife at Vicarage Road during a game and they're now married and, and, and so forth. So he's like, well, what about like anything that, that like that kind of thing? And I was like, do you know what? That's actually not, not a bad idea. All of a sudden, he, he sort of just span into this story and he said, oh, he, he, I won't tell you his name because he's an active serving individual in, in our forces. And he said, oh, I'll, I'll tell you this story. And he said that you can tell it on the podcast. Now, I'll, I'll tell you this, how he told it to me, and I'll let you make the decision. This is kind of put up in the, the realms of trying to trying to play a practical joke and it going wrong. So he, he was serving over in, in Germany, and there was a, a, a barracks, uh, five, five chaps in this barracks. And, and one of these lads was basically a serial shagger. He used to go out and, and sneak, a, sneak a girl back to to the to the dorms and 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 so forth. He's uh, he's a married guy. He's like, I'm not having this. I'm I'm going to catch this guy out. So he so he decided 
to uh, to scare him. He was going to scare them when he when he brought this girl back. So when when they buzz into the to the door, you can hear it. So he heard a buzz and he thought, right, I've got a couple of minutes. So he's gone into the kit room, put a full gas mask upon his face and hid under the bed. And he's going to jump out when once they've start <laughs> once they've started the the art of lovemaking. He's so they they climb aboard the bed. They 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 start and his gas mask at the back uh, gets caught on one of the one of the springs of the bed. <laughs> so as the guy is pumping away, this guy's head's going underneath the bed for 25 minutes. For 25 minutes? He's got some stamina, this guy. He told me this story and I I left. I, I, I said to, to my wife, I said, these people are sharing these really bizarre, weird stories with me. And I, I don't know why. And people, uh, Darren from Weatherspoons, everybody knows. The, the stuff that the, the stuff that guy's told me, he, he he was telling me that he keeps getting robbed. And I said, Darren, what do you mean you keep getting robbed? He says, I buy a kebab after leaving the pub. As I get to the front door and I'm trying to put my key in, somebody steals my kebab. <laughs> I was like, how many times has this happened? He said, 10. I said, 10 <laughs> times somebody stole your kebab. This is not right. I'm like, what's going on? And it, it's it's just weird that people are just sharing all this. And it's lovely. But I wanted to, to share a little couple of stories there during well, my, my break from the podcast. First of all, 25 minutes to have your head going. Yeah, Blake, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah, he must have had some Viagra or something on him, I reckon. He must have, or, well, you know, he's he's, he's he was stood I'm to attention, of, shall we I'm the kind of 704, look at the watch, 708, I'm done. <laughs> See you later. It's it's a sprint, not a marathon. <laughs> oh, this has taken a very strange turn, isn't it? Yeah. Hello to all you Watford fans out there hoping to get some kind of insight as to Watford Football Club. Well, yes, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> what can you say to this? No, it's nothing to say. Don't, don't wear a gas mask on, under a bed. Well, that's, that, that's, that's there's the we advice. Learn. There's the advice we're all looking for. Yeah, don't wear a it's gas pra- mask. Practically, it's practically a consumer show, isn't it? It's it like, is. It's Watchdog. It's like Watchdog. <laughs> that's like... Oh, watchdog, watchdog, by the way, being one of my very well-known impressions. The uh, John Stapleton's former wife, Lynn Foldswood. Watchdog. <laughs> that was it. She goes, yes, yes. She goes, hello, and welcome to Watchdog. <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing I can say. I grant you, it's no Roy Hodgson, but it's got me through it's, some dark nights. It's not bad. It's not bad. Watchdog, yeah. Okay, uh, hello to any of our Scottish listeners. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. This is Thomas Briskin, and you are listening Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I found the remaining A to Z. Uh, let's let's uh, weed through this because unfortunately a lot of this now seems a little bit redundant because well it's talking about last season well, which was only a month ago but it just seems so far away now it just seems so no far no 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 this is this is us effectively putting the last vestiges of 2023 into a Viking longboat pushing uh, it out to sea and then throwing fire arrows at it or even shooting fire arrows yeah don't throw far, them far better yeah. Yeah, yeah throwing arrows I, I'm sure that kind of got that, oh well I'll shut up carry on well here we go then so this we start with you as in the letter you not you personally but the, the, the letter you carbs has put unfulfilling whilst there were glimmers of hope away to stoke and home to luton uh, the reality did not match the expectation for most of the season there were aspirations for success but sadly it was our rivals up the road who made a charge for playoff glory this season 
Mm. And he actually put posted that on the 18th of May, and since then, there they are. Markov has put underachievement. Gary Fleming has put unbearable. Dave Lavender's put <laughs> underwhelming. Mark of Wat- Watford's has put ugly. John Parslow put urination poor. Couldn't use oh. piss poor, so he put urination. And funny enough, on here, I'm not seeing umbrella but uh, we might no I, I, I'm disappointed that nobody's gone with umbrella <laughs> that was my Paul, it's, a, it's a missed opportunity it's a missed opportunity Paul Fiander Turner unlikable players and Jane Kearney unproductive there's your use are we going to go for anything particular there it's got to be the first one it's got to be, be the first one, one. it was absolutely yeah. top dollar summary it was it was not just wallowing in Watford's own plight but also them fuckers up the road doing well yeah so that's yeah. Carbs Andrew Carberry who, uh, who came up up with that well one. Well done, Andrew. Well done, Andrew. Well done, Andrew. Uh, let's go to well V. Done. Jane Kearney's put vacant. Paul Fiander Turner, virtually nothing wasn't shit. Stephen Atkinson, <laughs> vapid, bloody vapid. Well, vapid probably is, isn't vapid. it? Vapid. Like vapid, yeah, yeah. Moles' emotional put violence on the pitch. Uh, Wendover Orn put very irritating with a picture of Moji buyer underneath it. Yeah, Moji's Moji. We have to remember it's Moji, not Moji. Mr. Moji. Mr. Mister Moji. Yeah. Moji. Alan Ray put vexed by the whole season. There were signs we could play, but more often than not, we were left bitterly disappointed by lack of performance and teamwork. Very, very disappointing. My car put very, very bad season all around. Rich put vacuous. A couple of people put vacuous. Oh, you oh. like vacuous. So I can, I can Softail put that as well. And Dave Lavender put Van for a goalkeeper, a good shot stopper, but hates crosses. <laughs> oh, Dave, <laughs> I do like that one. I think that's the winner, isn't it? It's got to be that yeah, one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Vampire. Good shot stopper. I, but... I, I liked Vapid, but I like somebody who sees the opportunity and takes it. Vampire. Yeah, very good. Well done. Very good, Mr. Lavender. Well done, Dave Lavender. We move on to W now. I have to scroll through. Wankers. Well, that could be there. Yeah, uh, that, that, that could be there. Actually, Jane Kearney put Watford Ladies once to watch, which is which is fair Ooh, enough. Yes. Um, yes. Well Carl Campion put Wigan Kebabs and Barry from Wigan. You will be missed. This is absolutely true. We are going to miss Ooh. Barry next season. Let's yeah, hope we draw him in the cup. Yeah. What else we got here? Uh, John Parslow's put WTF on at least 30 occasions. <laughs> He's not wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> Wendover Horn, uh, woefully bad goalkeeping, midfield play and attacking. Yes, he starts at the back and moves forward. Jay. You see what he's done there? Uh, but he's also put, what could we do to get this man out of our club and has put the same picture of Moji Byer underneath it. <laughs> he's also put, we don't want you with the same picture of Moji Byer underneath it. <laughs> I don't know what he's getting at. I don't know. He's no, he's very subtle, isn't he? I don't know. He's very subtle. Gary's put Watford women actually listen to SEJ when he said they need to play with a bit more fucking passion. Shame the men ignored him. Wankers. So there's your W's. Where are we going to go with the? I think the two that reference Watford women, but I think I've got to go for the latter one for the excellent, appropriate use of the word wankers. Wankers, (laughs) Absolutely. Not not just saying that Watford women have done well and they've listened. It also references SEJ and it also points out wankers. Brilliant summary. Brilliant. I think we'll go with that one. We'll go with Gary, shall we? Final music. Yeah, okay. We move on to X. Scroll, 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 scroll. Here we go. X. So we've got uh, Nipper Harrison who says, excited. (laughs) I don't think that's on it. I'll I'll have a look. I'm pretty sure it's not on it. Uh, Okay. Uh, Nipper Harrison's put, excited only briefly. John Parslow's put, Xerox, copy, paste of an excrement season. 
He uses. Oh, mm. he's done very. Hey, yes. Maximilian Sam has put xylophone. I couldn't think of anything else beginning with X. Brilliant. <laughs> we have our winner. But there's no use of the other words there. I uh, think. I think. <laughs> I think we should see the fact that John Parslow has done very, very, very well then. He deserves it on every measure, so I agree. Maximilian Sam with xylophone. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, xylophone's the winner. Yeah. the winner. Okay, we like that. Brilliant. John John Victory snatched away at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, if there's not a season-defining thing, that is. Uh, what else we got on here on why? So under why, Paul Fiander Turner, you're not fit to wear the shirt. You're not able to fit into the shirt. You're not fit, but we'll sign you anyway. Uh, guess what? Switch? Guess what? Guess what? I think I'm the fit into the shirt <laughs> yes but guess what <laughs> Wendover Horn oh here we go you you can get out of our club now with the same picture of Moji Byer underneath <laughs> Well done, Greg. Well done. He's consistent. He's consistent. Give him that. Yeah. Uh, Willie Eckers like us put yuck. Brian Edwards, Yasser Aspria scoring and having his mum there to celebrate. There you go. That's a good one because That's you know. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else have we got here? Rich has put yellow belly. Chris Forfer has put yawn with a picture of a hornet yawning, which is kind of I don't know how he found that, but that's absolutely Ooh, fantastic. Well, well done. More you're not fit to wear the shirts. Um, Gary Fleming, Yellow Army with their great support, especially considering the dross we've had to watch uh what are we going to go for there first one was strong the first uh, one but i do like i do like the espria one i like the espria one but it doesn't sum up the season and also yeah, that game true. if you remember we lost what three one or three two to, to huddersfield true uh, we, we, which is a shame lovely moment for the lad i think he's got you know great potential and great future ahead of him you're not fit to wear the shirt defines last season more than anything so that's Paul Fiander Turner there. And we come on mercifully to the last letter of the alphabet. Remind me <laughs> next find, time. We're finally stomping this to death. Yes. Go on. Yeah, remind me the next time I come up with an idea like this. Listen, you might have to do something with this and it might go on and I might go, perhaps we'll leave that then. We move on to Z or Z. Uh, John Parslow, Zaphod Beeblebrock's Pangalactic Gargle Blaster Gargle of a Blaster. Season. So this is a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference, I think. Yes. Um, that, is, that is that is the drink you get at the end of the bar that is likely to kill you. Huh. Right, okay. Greg Wendover Horn uh, has put zilch advantages from engaging with this man, has put the same picture of Moji Baya underneath it as well. Wow. So he's, he's got a mission, isn't he? Okay. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a mission. Mikey Abrahams, zoned out zeros with zombie-like performances. Like that. I do like that. Watford FC Sweden has put zzz for the majority of the performances this season. Mike Smart, Zed Cars and all the hope that and, and anticipation that comes with it. Yes, even this season, at least up until March, still worth the journey just for that. See, this is what I mean about Z cars. It's 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 there. It's I'm sorry. I I never want to see that in my lifetime taken away because the one time I did I do agree. that under Dave Bassett, it was shite. Semma Susan has put zero commitment to the badge. Dillery Dockett has put Zinkenagel. We could have done with him this season. I like that Zinkenagel. Now there's a player that came in, looked good, went away, went to Forest, done yeah. really well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and last one is Lone Heckler has put zero effort, zero entertainment, zero interaction with the fans, and zzz, most of the season was a total snore fest. So there you go. There's the Zeds. Mercifully, Ooh. that's done. What's your favourite one there? I like the zombie one. Was it the second one in? Zombie. One? Uh, see, I'm going to have to I go through isn't it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was sorry to make you work. For well, you, thanks. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's just say <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Peter, what do you think? I- 
I, I, I quite like the last one, not because I did, but I just really liked me jumping, scroll back down again. Thank when you. Actually, I have no no interest in that one. No, no, I did like I did like that last one as well. I was I was veering towards giving it to Greg there because just for persistence across many <laughs> letters going yeah, after yeah. going yeah. after Mister Moji Mogi, what is Bogi Byat is absolutely <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's right. over to you, Justin. No, I'm I like go, that. I'm going for that. No, I think Zilch advantages from engaging with this man with a picture of. Moji, Mogi, whatever his name, Arnold Bayat is is fantastic. Thank God we've seen the last of the A to Z of the season. Uh, as I say, I might hesitate before pressing send next time I do that. The other thing about that, just giving that to uh, uh, to Wendover Horn, everybody, Greg, who, who everybody will be aware of his Saturday evening takeaways, is that he's currently on holiday. And he did send something on our on our kind of t- uh, Telegram group, our Patreon group, to saying, uh, I'm going to be shutting off from all Watford news for the next 14 days or whatever it was. Nothing at all. I don't think he got through customs before he was <laughs> tweeting about nonsense, right? So it, when he when he finally hears himself being kind of, oh, I've won something, he'll go, yes, and Mrs. Wendover will just go, oh, for the Christ's sake. Yes, we're supposed to be on holiday in Mauritius. Put the phone away. Yeah, yeah. put the phone away. <laughs> I think the hundred million pounds that he's put into Watford have affected him slightly. I don't. Know, I don't know if any of you clocked his shoes at the. Oh, um, but they look like the sort feet. of the sort of shoes that you buy at the seaside if you're going to go in the sea, and they keep your feet dry. You know they're those Balenciagos. They were Balenciagos he was wearing. Were they? They look like those yeah. cheap shoes that you buy at the seaside when you're going rock pooling. To me, I'm not a. I'm not a. Was it Valenciago? Balen- Balenciagos. People of a certain age will will know what a Balenciago is. It's, are they uh, expensive? Please, please go and Google it. Yes, quite quite expensive. Oh, are they? I bet they are. Yeah, they are quite expensive. Yeah, I think the trainers can set you back nigh on a grand. I think. Oh, I could be okay. wrong. <laughs> I yeah. thought they looked cheap and terrible, but there you go. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, they did yeah, look. Yeah, but... six hundred and seventy-five pounds for speed-up lace trainers. Good How can they make them and yet make a profit? Who knew? Yeah. I wonder if that. I wonder if that'll be the next kit manufacturer. Mentiago. <laughs> um... Yeah, that that would be quite expensive in the shop. <laughs> so much yeah, can I take out the finance option on that shirt, please? Yes. We don't like it printed. Fuck off, no. <laughs> there you go. All right. It shows what oh, I know about oh my style. God. Here I found, I mean, let's face it, we've, we've gone and looked at, uh, at various people's uh, uh, kind of retail or merchandise during the close season because we're easily bored, as everybody knows. Valenciago, ex Adidas Speed recycled jersey trainers. Recycled, right? Yes. So this is basically like it's like a sock on a rubber sole. Right, Shit, and it's an Adidas, yeah, yeah, seven hundred and thirty-five pounds. Yes, it's with these people living in a different world, don't they? They do they know yes. the price of a loaf of bread? I ask myself. <laughs> Probably not if they're busy buying, no. you know, shoes worth seven hundred quid. Trust me, these these sock shoes make loaves of bread look look hard wearing <laughs> and an optimal quality footwear. It's, it's a little bit like these people that buy all these... Tra- I know they're worth money, and I kind of get it, but I've never got into it, but they buy all these shoes, and they don't fucking wear them. Yeah, I they're see really people just... like that. Boxes yeah. of trainers that are never oh, worn. That, they'll be worth 900 quid, those things. Look oh, at oh, the state of this. That is oh, fucking is that awful. What is that? That, that is awful. That is dreadful. It, it's a sock with a rubber sole, and Somebody's that's it. Somebody's going to pay... 735 quid. Fucking, I'm in the wrong job. It's that, it's that Harry Enfield thing, isn't it? I saw you coming, where suddenly... Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, a tatty old table is, you know, worth four grand or whatever. Yeah, you seem to pay for less. That's like jeans. Like you used to go and buy a pair of Levi's. Now they've all got fucking knees missing and holes in them, and they're like <laughs> seven hundred quid. It's like it's not. It's not even a. It's got fucking holes in it. Why am I paying seven hundred pound for things with holes in it? That's you know fucking who I stupid. Like? Do you know who I blame? Kiko from Enia. Started cutting yeah. holes in his socks. Yeah. Now you can't you can't see a complete sock in the Premier League. Yeah. It's all his fault. Honestly. Yes. Fucking holes in it. Next more. That's stupid. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, thank you very much for, for listening. It's lovely to be back. Hopefully we'll be back sooner rather than later. Uh, until then, look after yourselves, everybody. You owns. You owns. You owns that. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.